0: Welcome to the Retail Insider Video Interview Series. I'm your host, Craig Patterson, and we're joined here today with a special guest, David McMullen. He's the co-founder of Drop Spot Vintage, based in Hamilton, Ontario. Welcome, David. Hi there, Craig. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Tell me a little bit about your business. uh, For sure.
1: Uh, So I own a vintage clothing store in Hamilton, Ontario. Um, We started a little bit over a year and a half ago in August, and pretty much since then, we've done different things um, to kind of expand the business and like the vintage world, uh, open up a second store, a warehouse and the GTA and, and yeah, it's a short rundown. How did you get into the business of uh, resale clothing? So my partner, Jacob and I both started kind of in the sneaker we- world or streetwear type, um, world. And we were basically reselling stuff like, um, designer hoodies, uh, Jordans, stuff like that, uh, over COVID. Um, There was kind of like a big craze on a lot of collector markets, including the vintage clothing um, market. So naturally it being clothing, clothing and like shoes, similar to what we were already doing. There was just some sort of crossover there. And after that um, we started selling vintage half and half. And from there, um, from there we were able to just integrate it and we ended up liking it a little bit more. And, Pretty much brought it to full-time after that. And shortly after, we agreed to just dive into a store, see how it goes. And we took it from there.
0: Oh, my goodness. When did that store open in Hamilton?
1: Uh, so that one started August of 2021. So just just coming up on the two-year part in a few months.
0: Now, now you've expanded the operation since then, correct? You mentioned a warehouse in the GTA. Is there a second location as well?
1: Yes, yeah, so we just... um. Just a month ago, we opened a second location on the other end of Hamilton. Um, obviously, Hamilton's a bit growing uh, quickly as well. So we wanted to have that option on the other side of the city. It's about 25 minutes away from our flagship store. Uh, and it's not as big as our flagship, but it definitely still offers kind of like a snippet of what we offer and what we try to do. And then, uh, as you mentioned, we also have a warehouse in Toronto, which is dedicated strictly for like our online portion of our business as well as wholesale um it's very competitive a lot of other stores are in need of inventory and we're fortunate enough to have a team that can source enough inventory that we're able to offer wholesales to other stores um across canada
0: now where does the product come from Uh, because it must take a lot of of merchandise to be able to do this to uh, both you know have stuff in your stores as well as do wholesale for
1: sure uh i'd say for everyone inventory um kind of can come from all over. I mean, some people um, on the smaller scales, they'll do like the classic thrifting. Um, I think there's the kind of the delusion that a lot of people think people have vintage stores or just have like mass thrifting nonstop, when in reality, uh, we're needing to source like hundreds of pieces to thousands of pieces a week, especially for multiple stores, plus an online market, plus wholesale. Um, So there's a lot of different ways. Um, Obviously, wholesale is one of buying from people that have access to inventory. Um, In Toronto is one of the fortunate hubs where there's like a lot of recycling centers where stuff that is going to be shipped overseas um, basically go and get sorted. Uh, So we're able to get access into those uh, warehouses and pretty much sort through hundreds of thousands of pounds a day. And only a very small percentage of that is actually stuff that we're able to use or uh, resell. I guess to our certain curation, even with things like wholesale and trying to grab like a large scope of different types of items, uh, that's where majority of it is from us. Uh, not to say that there's not a lot of other different ways that other sellers find stuff.
0: And what kind of merchandise do you have? I know you were in the sneaker world. Do you have more formal clothing as well in the stores, or is it fairly casual? Uh,
1: so f- for us, um, we opened up very close to McMaster so our whole business model has been more targeted to young adults. so more casual um, still like the streetwear type style where it's more so um, you know just simple things like crews, hoodies sweaters fleeces jackets pants t-shirts nothing like typically um, into like that semi-formal stage and beyond that isn't something that we work in specifically but obviously in the vintage space
0: there's people that cover those bases as well amazing amazing how how are online sales doing and how was that journey to get online
1: for sure so funny enough when we first started the store we thought um, well everything we'll put on the floor why not um, list it online at the same time and then it has twice the chance of selling hypothetically but what we found was it was almost too much where it's obviously a lot of time to list vintage clothing whereas uh, if you had like a t-shirt brand or a sweater brand where you're posting up your design, everything's the same. So you could just like upload a picture of your shirt and put the quantity at let's say a hundred versus vintage clothing, everything's completely different. So each piece has, you have to go through the time of measuring it, taking proper photos, uh, flaws, descriptions because you want to be very um, ethical when you sell stuff. You want people to know exactly what they're buying. And the process just took a long time. We were cross-listing stuff, um, meaning that something might sell online and it had already sold in store we just didn't have the time to take it down so that was problematic so for the first year or so we weren't really selling online because it was just too much to do both Uh, we were fortunate to expand our team in the last few months that we are able to now basically take a separate inventory where that's only for online stuff and our store for only in-person shopping but since we've been starting it's really great because we're able to offer merchandise to people who might follow our social media are interested in vintage clothing that aren't local to Hamilton or even local to the GTA or where we do events. So it's cool to see our items going, you know, over to the States, overseas, out West. Um, but it's been really good. We're still figuring out um, that aspect because it has been only a few months. And, but we do know like that is a huge uh, portion for a lot of other people's business models. And we're just trying to learn and add that to our arsenal as well.
0: Amazing. Do you find luxury items in there from some of the big names uh, when you're searching for, for product?
1: Yeah. Uh, like we don't typically uh, cater to that perfectly because we know uh, that's uh the designer market is a different market entirely almost. But uh, when you're going through the amount of inventory we are, some definitely sneak through. And because it's not really our forte, we still like the price it pretty affordable. So it's almost like gives incentives for people to come in and maybe they'll find like an authentic Gucci product or you know, a Chanel or something like that. And they get it for a really good price that they couldn't even find online. Or if someone that specializes in designer, obviously they're going to price things according to market versus because that's not our forte. We price it pretty cheap and we like to make sure that uh, it's still authentic if we are gonna price things or we'll like uh, basically brand something as like a bootleg or a reprint just so people know what they're kind of getting.
0: Geez, I got to come to your store if there's some uh, Gucci stuff at a good price. <laughs> um, generally talking about the resale market for clothing or vintage, um where how where do you see things going just in your observation as you've been part of this?
1: Um in Toronto specifically, the competition uh definitely has came into play. Like I know during the boom of COVID where we kind of got in things and hundreds of other people started doing it, uh, whether that started as like side jobs or full-time jobs that they've been doing for like 10 years, everybody reaped the benefits of the popularity um, during COVID. So now the competition is definitely huge as far as um, the access to things like inventory. Like I mentioned for wholesale that we offered because it's not as easy as it used to be even two years ago um, to find stuff. So I find uh, competition for sure. Uh, is coming into play, but also just different trends of like people are now a lot more open to the idea of secondhand stuff and sustainability. I think a big part of that is because of celebrities, athletes that are also getting into that. It's almost like where shopping secondhand might be looked down upon by some prior uh, to this, because it's almost like, oh, you can't afford the new stuff or whatever. But when you see millionaires, billionaires wearing secondhand, it's almost like becoming more acceptable. Um, I think you see on big retailers, they're almost using vintage inspired like military wear or other like fashion trends to basically take the secondhand um, trends that might not be super accessible, like something like military jackets or whatever. The average person sees something that looks like that in a Zara or whatever, they're just going to buy it. So it's definitely influencing um, where trends go, um, as well as upcycling stuff where people are basically, you've been taking items that are secondhand and making them wearable again. If there's rips or whatever, that they're sewing stuff back together, putting patches, and it's just becoming more acceptable to wear stuff like that and being more creative, I guess, with your outfits using that
0: secondhand um, outlet. And the sustainability movement is probably going to continue. I mean, that's just kind of what we're seeing or hearing in the, in terms of trends.
1: For sure, for sure. I think, uh, I think it's an awesome thing. I don't think anyone would, would complain about that. There's certain opinions on like the vintage selling as a whole, but I think everybody's happy to see that the sustainability portion of any type of business is being being pushed more.
0: Great. Now, do you have a vision for a bit of a longer term vision uh, for uh, Dropspot in terms of its uh, operations, any new stores, more wholesale accounts, or tell me a little bit about what you're thinking about?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, wholesale is definitely something that uh, we love to offer for other stores or just other accounts that um, like to do the vintage stuff but i think definitely primarily as a future goal we want to expand a little bit more definitely another store um, at the very minimum the the notion of even seeing vintage in places like malls now is becoming more and more acceptable like there's vintage stores in square one uh, Yorkdale you know you still have like even companies that are bigger, like, you know, Holt Renfrew that they have like some sellers that are in there. So I think we definitely would like to capitalize that eventually having a store um, in a mall. Uh, We're also trying to build uh, our own event brand as well. A lot of people probably in Toronto would have already seen like, you know, vintage markets are getting posted everywhere. They're happening almost every weekend in big cities, not exclusively to Toronto, like at West, it's super popular in the States as well. Uh, So we want to capitalize that just like how we feel like we do with our store, have a very nice and curated kind of uh, experience for people that are getting into vintage or people that have been enjoying vintage for a while, that there's like a market whenever we do one, that it's something uh, exciting to check out. Uh, Like we mentioned earlier, website and online presence, we're really trying to push that as well as just the sustainability as a whole making that as accessible to people as, as we can. Um, we have this one partner that we work with there called One Tree Planted, where basically every order that we um, ship out, we also donate to them so that they can plant a tree with each order. So it's kind of like, we're just trying to make sure as we grow that we're able to actually keep our roots of being sustainable as we grow type deal.
0: I love it. This is so interesting. You know, best of luck with everything, because as we look at sustainability becoming a key factor of many people's lives, I think, you know, your business is is a good one for clothing at the very least.
1: Yeah, for sure. And definitely, I think with, uh, with young people, at least I think um, it's definitely reaching more people outside of just young adulthood as well, but it, it's really cool to see that's where the change and the acceptance is, it's just like with young people and it's exciting to see like where it might go from here.
0: This is terrific. Well, thank you so much. This has been David McMullen. He's the co founder of Drop Spot Vintage. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure, man. And I'm Craig Patterson. I'm the founder and publisher of Retail Insider Media. This is the Retail Insider video interview series. Please subscribe whether or not you're seeing this on YouTube or listening to this on one of our podcast channels. Take care and bye for now.